Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How often are we going to hear these stories? Notice my correct pronunciation of often. The T is silent, people. How often are we going to hear these stories? Because this is now, what, the the fourth or fifth time that we have had the, pretty much the exact same story? The uh, a terrorist yesterday in New York City. He was interviewed by the FBI in 2015 about possible terror ties. This according to ABC News. Y'all, I... I I want to say something here that some of you are going to take as impolite, but did has political correctness so overwhelmed the FBI under the Obama administration that um, they felt a greater need to protect diversities and visas than they did actually stopping terrorists? Because this is, I mean, the Orlando shooter, wasn't he also checked? The the San Bernardino guy, wasn't he also checked? Uh, and there were several others as well, all interviewed by the FBI at one time or another for possible ties to terrorists and then let go. This is, it, it was, by the way, that was all during the, the Obama administration. It was uh, the Trump FBI hadn't been interviewing and letting go terrorists that we know of yet. It could come back to bite him. Now, I know, listen, here's my problem with the president coming out this morning, going on about the uh, justice system and, and whatnot and all of that. Listen, if this were a shooting in, oh, hypothetically, Let's say there were a mass shooting in, I don't know, let's say Las Vegas. The left would immediately come out and demand gun control, and people on the right would be saying, hey, we got to give this 24 hours to mourn the dead and not politicize it and, and go after all this stuff. I, I think the same rule has to apply on the right, that when there's a, a terror attack, um, Republicans immediately rush towards immigration, close the borders and whatnot. Um, now, one, obviously, I think that there's a fair line of demarcation in that one, we're talking about curtailing a constitutional right, and the other, they have no right to be here, we allow them to be here, but still, 
in an age where no one can nuance, uh, waiting 24 hours before we get into it. But we're already here, so I might as well continue. What we know is that this guy fits a familiar pattern where everyone says, oh, he was a nice guy. He was a, a nice guy from Uzbekistan with an impossible-to-pronounce name, and he seemed like just your average decent terrorist. Except he didn't seem like a terrorist at all, and yet he was. Hated the United States. Now, the president is targeting Chuck Schumer and others today for uh, supporting the diversity lottery program, at least coming from certain countries. And you know what's so typical here is it is an interesting contrast between the right and the left. And I think it's a contrast that Republicans honestly should and could and ought to exploit. Yes, you, you heard me right. This is something I think conservatives and the right need to exploit. So in Virginia, it, it is an increasingly tight race there. I don't think Gillespie wins. Uh, maybe he does. Um, but the, the Democrats are so super mobilized in Northern Virginia, it's, it's tough for him to overcome. Uh, Northam has been ahead in the polls uh, consistently. Uh, but they are nervous, the Northam campaign, and I think this is something that should be exploited by Ed Gillespie, and I think it's something that it should be exploited by Republicans across the nation. The what is called Latino Victory Group is a, a Democratic front group, and they are running an ad, or were running until yesterday afternoon, they were running an ad in Virginia that shows a group of Muslim kids walking down the street. And we know they're Muslim because they're dressed, the girl in a headscarf. There's a boy in more traditional costume, but but clearly of, of um, South Asian uh, descent, Indian subcontinent uh, appearances. And uh, then there's the Hispanic kids and whatnot. And along comes a Ford F-250 pickup truck with a Don't Tread On Me license plate on the front of it, an Ed Gillespie bumper sticker on the back, and a Confederate flag flying in the background. And that truck is trying to run over the Muslim kids. You get that right. The, the Latino Victory Group is running an ad that shows a Trump slash Gillespie voter, a white dude in a Ford pickup truck. That's half of Atlanta. A white guy in a Ford pickup truck trying to run over the Muslim kids. And in reality... It's the Muslim terrorist trying to run over the white kids. He hit a school bus, people. I think Republicans should exploit this. I think they should. I think Republicans should show that Democratic ad over and over and over and over and say, while Muslims are running down Americans in the streets, Democrats believe it's you running over Muslims. I think they should. Do you know the Ford F-150 is the most popular selling pickup truck in America? I'm a Chevy guy when it comes to trucks. I like the F-150, but I'd go with the number two best-selling truck in America, the Chevy Silverado, which my producer drives. 
But nonetheless, you know, most members of the media, they don't know anyone who runs who drives a pickup truck. In fact, a buddy of mine asked them on social media how many reporters know people who own pickup trucks. The top three best-selling vehicles in America are the Ford F-150, the Chevy Silverado, and the Dodge Ram pickup truck in that order. And the media doesn't know people, the media generally, reporters in Washington and New York, they don't know people who drive pickup trucks. And neither do the Democratic activists who run these ads. This is an ad showing in general terms the supporters of a Republican candidate for governor trying to run over Muslim children. Meanwhile, it is actual, factual, physical Muslims in pickup trucks trying to run over white kids in New York City. The Republicans absolutely should exploit this. They should be running ads all across the nation. The politicians should be talking about it. Donald Trump should be tweeting this. Donald Trump should be on Twitter pointing this out. Democrats accuse my voters of running over Muslim kids when it's Muslims running over American kids. Yes, you're damn right they should be running this ad everywhere. Donald Trump should be on Twitter tweeting this. Because it's true. It is truth. And the media will be butthurt about it and cry foul about it. And it is true, true, true. And it's only going to happen. You know, they're already saying this is going to become the new normal because we can't profile. Yeah, that the idiot mayor of New York, the commie, de Blasio, say we need to have like sharper, tougher. We need to have like real, real tough tracking on people who rent trucks. But not profile. I know. Seriously, he, he wants it about trucks. They want to make it more difficult for you to rent a truck, but they don't want to profile. So if you're a 80-year-old grandmother, they're going to make it real hard for you to get that rental truck. But if your name is Abdul Amabomber, then you know what? They don't want to profile you. Y'all, the left has lost its mind. Cosmopolitan Magazine, we'll get into this when we come back, Cosmopolitan Magazine is running an article that is not sarcastic and not ironic on it is okay to commit incest. Cosmopolitan Magazine has an article out today about a girl who decided to develop a sexual relationship with her half-brother when they discovered each other. They didn't know they were brother and sister. And once they knew, they decided to get it on and he was married. But it's okay, according to Cosmo. Because science says so. I'm not making that up. They literally are attributing science to legitimizing Incest. You know what? Biology actually says it's not okay. Wait till they have a two-headed, one-eyed baby, and then they'll see for themselves. It's 26 after the hour. The phone number is 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Don't forget, you can get the podcast and show notes by texting SHOW to 444-999. Now, oh boy, this Cosmopolitan article. According to Cosmo, incest is okay. Because according to Cosmo, um, there is a some sort of genetic sexual attraction that is apparently a thing that some woman came up with who is a sociologist, not even a real scientist. And she claims it's a thing. 
and that it is okay for you to have intimate relations with your brother or sister. And, you know, of course, there are other magazines out there saying your, your father or mother as well. It's totally okay for parent-child relationships because you have the most intimate bond anyway. Folks, this is the death of the West, I tell you what. This is cultural rot. Now, of course, you know, Hollywood's going to be cheering this on because we hear all things happening in Hollywood. Now, oh, there's news today about a Nickelodeon scandal with kids involved. This stuff is starting to come out. But somebody told me that this is never going to catch on because it's it's just abnormal behavior. Nature, it goes against nature. I was like, really? This entire world in the 21st century, all, nature abhors all sorts of things. We're saying, let's go for it. The phone number, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. ISIS has not claimed credit for the terrorist attack in New York City. Note how quickly they did after the Las Vegas situation. However, that being said, um, there are a number of people who say ISIS typically does not take credit for one of these attacks unless the individual dies. Um, if he martyrs himself, ISIS will take credit. If he lives, they typically uh, remain quiet, let him do all the bragging himself. Uh, there was found in his car notes, um, one of which apparently said that the Islamic State uh, endures forever, and that is... One of the notes, ISIS the, ISIS has a magazine, believe it or not, uh, a web-based magazine. And an article in, an, in this ISIS magazine encouraged people to uh, get vehicles, particularly trucks, and run over crowds. There was, by the way, today in London a taxi cab that did this as well, an Islamic driver running into a crowd in London today. Um. The Islamic State is encouraging uh, Muslims to do this. And I say Muslims because they are encouraging not Islamic State followers, but Muslims in general to do this. Now, obviously, it's only going to be Islamic State followers who do it, but they think only Muslim, only Islamic State followers are true Muslims. Much as my Catholic friends are very upset with me, convinced that they're the only ones going to heaven, the rest of us Christians aren't unless we're in the Catholic Church. Buddy of mine, by the way, as an aside, I, I've been getting hostile emails from my Catholic friends over the Reformation, and I got to give it to one of my good friends who texted me and said, with the divorce, we got St. Peter and you got Rob Bell. <laughs> yes, but we also got John Calvin and R.C. Sproul and the J.I. Packer and the like, so I'll take it. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I digress. Um, ISIS has been encouraging in its in-house magazine sympathetic believers and followers to run people over with trucks and leave in their vehicles notes that say ISIS endures forever or ISIS lasts or things like that. The, the specific one they wanted is ISIS endures forever. And there is a report out from the New York Times reporter who specializes in ISIS that this individual did, in fact, have that note in his vehicle, uh, which does suggest he was a subscriber to the ISIS in-house magazine. Uh, they are reporting now on CNN that he had ISIS material in his car. They are also reporting on ABC and CNN and Fox right now that there is another person 
of interest that is being talked to by the FBI. Now, I hope if this person is tied to it, they round him up instead of him waiting to do something five years from now. And then they say, oh, we interviewed him five years ago, as they did with the actual terrorist. Um, that's a little bit discouraging on the FBI front there. This is not a good situation. I, I do have to tell you, I have just, during the commercial break, I fired off a note uh, to someone in the White House. And I did say, I think the president needs to get on Twitter or else publicly say that he is shocked, appalled, and disappointed. Democrats are running ads suggesting his voters would run, run over Muslim kids while an actual Muslim terrorist is running over American kids. I, I think this is a, a hill to die on for the GOP, metaphorically speaking, of course, uh, that they should fight like hell on this point. Democrats are tarring and feathering uh, conservative Republicans who have uh, Gadsden flags, not just the Confederate flag. They wanted to make sure you saw the Gadsden flag, the yellow with the rattlesnake, don't tread on me on the front of that car. Uh, that they would run over Muslim kids in Virginia. Uh, Donald Trump should make a huge deal about this uh, and boost this to a national level because this is ground I think Republicans win on against Democrats, particularly as you got Democrats trying now to mainstream things like incest. Oh, Cosmo is an in-house magazine for the Democratic Party. Spare me your outrage. They are. Uh, anything that's deviant, they want it to be normal, and anything normal, they want it to be bad. That is the way the Democrats these days, the left in general, seems to think, uh, which is appalling. Y'all, I have to deviate here from, from everything I was going to talk about to tell you, importantly, I have made it through Stranger Things Season 2. And yes, it is, it is good. Yep. And I, I got to say, I saw one of the little little beta male emo writers on one of the little left-wing entertainment sites say, I just think that that they failed to develop the character of Eleven and, and she didn't have a strong role to play and we boys need to start talking about strong female roles so that we can shack up more. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, when you have these little beta males at these left-wing websites and their skinny jeans talking about women's empowerment, I mean, we know from Hollywood they're just trying to get in some girl's pants. That's all it is. Um, don't believe these little beta males uh, who are out there talking about women's lib and women's empowerment and stuff because uh, they're the ones who are sexually harassing people. We've seen scores of them fired from left-wing websites and, and, and political outlets lately. But... Season two, it was great. Now, I, I got to warn you, if you don't know anything about uh, Stranger Things, it is it's kind of a, a real ode to the 1980s and, and Stephen King and almost like the, the Twilight Zone. What was the what was the Steven Spielberg anthology series Apple is bringing back? Because I used to love it and now I can't think of the name of it. Um, uh, Amazing Stories. I think that's what it was. And it's just it's fantastic. Uh, but my wife started to watch the first season with me. And 10 minutes in, the teenage boys uh, were using some heavy profanity. And she had, to, she had to get up and leave. And I don't blame her. Um, but it was a fairly accurate depiction of, of teenage boys. Nonetheless, it is a Netflix series. And I just, I thought it was so well done. It is such an ode to the 80s. But you didn't know it is not a kid-friendly series. And there is some profanity. Uh, there's actually, from the boys, uh, a good bit of profanity. Um, but if, if you can handle that and you don't have kids in the room, it is a brilliantly done series on Netflix. That's Stranger Things. The, the second season is out now. You really need to watch the first season to figure out all the stuff. Uh, but I, I made it through the other night. I was up until one thirty. I had to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be on Fox uh, 
and I stayed up until 1.30 watching Stranger Things. I can't tell you what I said on Fox. Um, I don't know that I was coherent, um, but it was worth it. One quick matter of housekeeping. I mentioned uh, not being here yesterday because of Christie's hands. And by the way, I, I apologize. I told you guys I was going to record some extra for the Reformation. And I had a sick kid and Christie's scans and everything else. It just didn't happen. But um, with my wife's situation, her scans were good. Her blood work was good. So we'll do it all over again in three months. We, we live in these three-month cycles now um, where everything is good and I increasingly just expect that one day uh, things will turn upside down, but uh, praise the Lord, they haven't, and it really forces me to up my up my prayer life uh, game. So there you have it. Uh, but thank you all for your prayers and your concern and for calling in uh, during in this hour asking if I would mention it. Yes, uh, the scans were good. Blood work was good. So it was good. Um, y'all, I swear to you, I handed out as many selfies as I did uh, Halloween candy. Like, this has never happened to me before. We did give out over 3,000 pieces of candy last night at Halloween. I spent about 200 bucks on candy. I mean, people, our neighborhood is the neighborhood everybody goes to, and they this year bust kids different churches why are they even organizing halloween events christians but nonetheless um they were busing kids into our neighborhood i gave out so much candy and i think i at 27 i lost count past that uh selfies of parents who recognized me and genuinely freaked out uh i have never had that happen this is not me humble bragging this is it weirded me out to a degree Everyone was exceedingly nice, even the one person who didn't like me and wanted their picture taken with me. Um, but yeah, there were a ton of kids in our neighborhood last night. When we come back, uh, the tax policy plan of the GOP, it's going nowhere. I just have a random question. You can tweet me. Don't don't call me. Uh, don't call the show. You can tweet. Does Atlanta even have quiet dinner restaurants anymore? Because I'm so tired of going to restaurants and having to yell across the table because everybody else in the restaurant is so obnoxiously loud. That's why I like going to Marcel's during the day when they were open for lunch because it was quiet in there. Of course, there weren't a ton of people, which is probably why they stopped serving lunch. But it was awesome. But that just doesn't seem to exist in Atlanta at dinner. And I can't get up to Table of Maine tonight, which is where I'd prefer to go at all times. So... I'm just wondering. Now, oh, the Republican tax plan. We have to get there. Before we do, though, you should know another uh, person has come forward claiming Kevin Spacey attacked attacked them, assaulted them, what have you. Um, And there's an allegation about Dustin Hoffman now who's come out. Okay. I just time out. Let's get real here. And I don't mean to offend, and I'm going to. 30 years ago. The allegation about Dustin Hoffman is 30 years ago. Dude is 80. I had no idea he was that old. Dustin Hoffman is 80 years old. Wow, this chair is squeaky. 
Nonetheless, Dustin Hoffman, 80 years old, and now we're going to say 30 years ago he did, okay, 30 years ago he did something. He's he's a, a dude in Hollywood. Apparently every dude in Hollywood uh, sexually harasses, assaults, does what have you. The Brett Ratner thing I think is relevant, but a 30-year-old attack well outside the statute of limitations. Uh, and he's 80 years old now. It's like attacking George H.W. Bush, who's uh, confined to a wheelchair, 90 years old, has Parkinson's, and oh, he patted me on the bottom. I just, it's its awful. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, and now Nickelodeon has a scandal. Apparently, there's some dude at Nickelodeon who produced all of the big shows. In fact, so it's red, my old website, redstate.com, uh, has this story. Um, why am I going later to the tax plan? Because it's going nowhere, and I'll fill you that in here in a minute. But yes, so Nickelodeon has, um, he's, they're being accused of uh, covering this guy up and this guy uh, perpetuating things, uh, pushy, just uh, basically he was in charge of all of the big stories, uh, all the big shows at Nickelodeon. He was in charge of, let's see, uh, he gave us Ariana Grande, Amanda Bynes, uh, Victoria Justice. His name is Dan Schneider, former actor, producer on Nickelodeon. He was there for 20 years. He created and wrote Zoe 101, all that. Victoria's iCarly, The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, What I Like About You, one of the most uh, amazing people. Robert Downey Jr. allegedly wrote about him, that he was the worst predator alive. There have been rumors about him for years. Even uh, there was an anonymous Reddit group that was started just to document everything about him. Um, girls as, as young as eleven making accusations, just on and on and on and on, um, and it's just crazy. And this is all that they they just keep covering the stuff in Hollywood. Is there any deviancy that Hollywood doesn't want to normalize, and anything normal Hollywood doesn't want to say is bad? I mean, that is where the devil goes to to his propaganda machine. Hollywood is the devil's propaganda machine, I guess. Good gracious. Um, my buddy Dan McLaughlin on Twitter makes a very good point. Uh, responding to Brian Fallon, who's a, who was a Democrat who worked for Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, is now on CNN, uh, who pointed out, how's the bump stock ban going for people who say we ought to get rid of the diversity uh, immigration visa? And my buddy Dan McLaughlin responded to that, and he made a good point, that even if we got rid of the bump stock, the shooter in Vegas would have still had multiple weapons and bullets. If we got rid of the diversity immigration visa, New York would not have had a man kill eight people yesterday running them over. Pretty big difference. You can quibble all you want with that, but it's true. Unless you're going to go after the Second Amendment, well, then amend the Constitution. Be honest about it. But the left wants to have it both ways on this. What I just find so galling, though, is that it is predictable. In fact, a, a buddy of mine predicted this yesterday, and darned if you didn't wake up to it this morning and see it all over the place, is the media asking about the backlash. When is the backlash coming? When is the backlash going to happen? Because there's going to be a backlash against the Muslims. That's right. There's going to be a backlash against the Muslims. 
because a Muslim ran over people in New York City. Why is the media, you know, this this ties into this ad in Virginia that shows uh, if you have the Gadsden flag on your car and you're a Trump voter or your truck, rather, you're a Trump voter driving an F-150 that you're going to run over Muslim kids because you're a racist. The media is always so concerned about the Muslim backlash. The media never seems to be quite as concerned about the Muslim terrorist. They never do. They, they, they never seem to be concerned about the fact that uh, we are allowing people into this country who radicalize or are already radicalized and they want to kill us. But there's nothing we can do. It's the new normal. We can't let the president regulate people coming in from other countries. Why not? They seem willfully naive on this situation. They, they seem willfully naive. They seem willfully wanting to distort what's happening. It's very easy for them. They, they go after the Second Amendment whenever there's gun violence in this country. They go immediately to let's take away all the guns, a constitutional right for citizens of the United States. Let's immediately get rid of that right that is in the Constitution. But we can't stop immigrants from coming to this country. No, 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 no. That would be a nice... You know why this is happening, by the way? This is all about identity politics. There, there's a larger point here, but let me make this short before we go to break. Because more and more people are detached from family, which is your natural tribe. They go out in search of new tribes. And the easiest tribes to identify with when there is no family is that which you are most like. And for some people, you are most like what you are. Skin color, sex, gender, male, female, white, black. You join these tribes and that becomes your focus. And instead of defending your family, well, you view your race as your family or you view your sex as your family. And you go after people who you think disrespect them, just as you would your, your people who disrespect your mother and father. And it pollutes your politics. It pollutes your mind. And you identify others quickly as others, as other. And when the media does this, the media, well, they, they identify with the racial tribes. And, well, we, we got to stick it to the man. Who is the man? Well, it's the, the white Republican conservative. And so they go after them and they run these ridiculous stories and these ridiculous ads. We had an Islamic radical kill people in New York City yesterday. He's being charged with terrorism charges this evening. But by God, by God, we, we, we got to protect the Muslims from the backlash. Pay no attention to the dead bodies. I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but Hollywood has decided to turn Dora the Explorer into a movie. They're going to age her to be a teenager who goes and moves in with her cousin Diego, who I'm sure Cosmo will hope get it on in some passionate love scene. And Democrats will cheer it, or at least the left will. I shouldn't say Democrats there, but some on the left will. We apparently had a guy call in who wanted to defend incest earlier. He didn't make it on air. I just discovered it. Couldn't make it past the call screener. I, I wonder why! 
Oh, the West is going to die, people. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. So I predict that Swiper swipes the good ratings from this movie. It's just not going to happen. There there will not be good ratings. I mean, you know, I honestly, I think I, I could have a side business of letting Hollywood give me their ideas and explaining to them why they suck. Because there are so many movies made in Hollywood these days that are obviously terrible movies. For example, who, please tell me who, thought it was a good idea to have Matt Damon in a sci-fi period flick scaling the Great Wall of China to kill monsters on behalf of the Chinese? Who in their right mind thought that was going to be a good deal? Maybe it sold huge in China, but I could have told you watching that garbage, it was going to be one hot mess, and it was. Not that I've seen it, but I know people who actually paid money to go see it just so they could ridicule it. And they came away saying it's not even going to be one of those terrible movies that becomes a cult favorite 20 years from now that Mystery Science Theater makes fun of. It's that bad. When you've got a movie that's so bad that MST3K can't make fun of it, that is a really terrible movie. And yet Hollywood keeps turning it out. And, you know, so here's the thing. This year is the worst year since 2001 for the box office in Hollywood. Hmm. Wonder what happened in 2001 that caused it to have such a bad box office that year. Hmm. I assure you, a a guy running over people in New York City yesterday was not to blame for this year's bad box office. But Hollywood is blaming TV that people don't want to go to movie theaters and on and on and on and it goes, maybe if they made better movies in Hollywood. As long as I have been alive since 1975, I'm getting old. As long as I have been alive, I have known one political truth for certain. The Republican Party cuts taxes. And I'm not so sure that's true anymore. The GOP has delayed the rollout of its tax plan that it made a big deal about coming out today. The Republicans, eh, they were going to cut taxes, and now they got some saying, no, 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 I don't think we should cut taxes. They've got some saying, maybe we should penalize people with 401ks. I mean, listen, if the Republican Party isn't going to cut taxes, what good is the Republican Party? I, I do really need to ask that question because I don't know what the Republican Party stands for anymore. Other than they're against Democrats and for whatever Trump wants. And, you know, you've got uh, one of Donald Trump's economic advisors coming out today saying he wants essentially a New Deal uh, works program to get get the economy going again. When you've got virtually full employment right now, I don't know how that's going to work. But that's what he's saying he wants, a a big spending federal government uh, jobs program, which is what Barack Obama had and Republicans voted against it. What does the Republican Party stand for? Y'all, I was an elected Republican for a time. Mine was on a city council that it was the only partisan city council in Georgia. 
And I couldn't tell you what the partisan position was on trash collection. I could tell you what the ideological position was. Uh, conservatives on the council, of which there were some, even though they were Democrats. I was one of only two Republicans. Um, they favored privatizing trash pickup. The, the liberals wanted a government-run trash pickup program to keep people employed on, on the city payrolls. And that meant jobs and interference so people could get jobs and keep jobs even if they didn't deserve them. I didn't know what the partisan position was, though. I know what the partisan position is on taxes. Republicans want to cut them. Democrats want to raise them, particularly on the rich, who the Democrats will define as anyone other than people who don't have jobs. Republicans want to cut everybody's taxes. Well, now it looks like they're not going to cut rich people's taxes, but we don't know for sure because they won't release the plan. They are trying to concoct a plan, and this is the problem. They are trying to concoct a plan that can pass both the Senate and the House, and the House isn't the problem. The Senate is the problem because you only have three votes that you can lose in the Senate, and you're going to lose Olympia or Susan Collins rather uh, from Maine if you cut the highest rate and if you cut the estate tax. I don't, you know, this is another reason why I think Republicans need to play up the Democrats' ad in Virginia about Trump voters running over Muslim kids. Because I don't think the GOP really has any leg to stand on agenda-wise. They're getting nothing done. But in Virginia, you've got Ed Gillespie actually making a run for it in an increasingly blue state, holding on largely because of the Democrats' increasing liberalism on in the culture war. Transgender bathroom issues, uh, harassing Christian bakers and florists, uh, abortion on demand, uh, the political correctness stuff, the accusing everyone who disagrees with them of racism. Uh, he's making a really big play of becoming governor of Virginia by making those attacks. It seems to be working for him. And I think uh, going negative for the GOP is the way they're going to do it. Tied to Nancy Pelosi and the aggressive political partisan left. Uh, to hang on to power because they got nothing, no agenda. If they can't pass tax cuts, Republicans can't pass anything. That's just the God's honest truth. Papa John's is cutting its NFL advertising. They're, they want their money back. They're, they're winding down ads. Papa John's has been a huge advertiser with the NFL. A huge advertiser on Monday Night Football and any other time there's there's professional football. They run the ads with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning owns franchises in Colorado. They actually, Peyton Manning bought up a bunch of Papa John's uh, in Colorado right before weed became legal out there. And, and he's made a killing off of all the high college kids uh, needing getting the munchies and wanting to eat pizza. But they're scaling back. Uh, Puffy laughs. I'm not kidding. They, they have made a ton of money, Papa John's has, in states that have legalized marijuana because all the kids get a bunch of pizzas and, and getting baked with pizza. But they're losing money on the NFL. They expect that by running ads during football games, people will order pizzas. But what's happening is that that's not happening because people are turning off the NFL. The ratings are down. People are tuning out. It is amazing that baseball has suddenly become, again, the nation's pastime. 
people are watching the World Series. People are painting. I mean, this, I got to say, this is the most exciting World Series we, we've had in some time. I mean, last year's was good, too. But, I mean, for a while there, you'd have baseball World Series where one team would just run away with it. And even though it looked like the Astros were going to run away with this thing, um, the Dodgers were able to keep it fairly close. And then one, what do you, I got to tell you, I just, I hate the Astros. I do. That's been the most disappointing thing about this year is watching uh, the crappiest garbage team on the planet uh, somehow make it to a World Series that they don't deserve to be in. It just and I guess it just by by player skill they've actually won enough games to get there. But seriously, the the Astros are such a garbage team, and they will always be a garbage team because they're the Astros. And I only say that because I have relatives who I'd never cared for growing up who were huge Astros fans and were convinced I needed to go to like to Texas A and M and that I should root for the Astros. No, there's just no way. And so I've been rooting for the. I I mean I'm a Cubs fan and I've always been a Cubs fan and I love the Cubs. And I just, oh my goodness gracious, I I wanted the Cubs to go back this year. And I've just, over the years, I've gotten to be friends with the owners of the Cubs, and they're good people. Um, but with the Cubs not there, I, I'm rooting for the Dodgers, because my oldest sister was a huge Dodgers fan. And Tommy Lasorda just, oh my goodness, I got Dodgers haters in here. Well... The Astros, uh, I mean, it, it is just proof that, that, that the Western world is like going to garbage because the garbage team of baseball looks like they could win the World Series. And I mean, just you, you got all these you, you got all these Hollywood sex scandals and assorted disgusting behavior, and there's nothing much more disgusting than the Astros winning the World Series. And it looks like it could happen. It's just depressing. But I got to say, this has been an exciting World Series. It really has. It has. I mean, it is like watching a, a, a the dumpster fire hit baseballs and and come out on top with the Astros winning so many games, and yet it's it's been compelling football this year. Not so much. I have to tell y'all, I have gone on and gotten my tickets to see Thor Ragnarok. I intend to go see this movie, and given the early reviews, I intend to see it multiple times. I am excited by this movie. I totally am. Um, I was just seeing a friend of mine mentioning trying to get tickets. Yes, yes, my friends, got to get tickets. Did you know that today is National Vegan Day? I think we may need to go to Fogo de Chao for dinner tonight. Yeah. Something like that, because it is National Vegan Day. You know who vegans are? Astros fans. Yep. Vegans. They're Astros fans. <laughs> garbage people rooting for a garbage team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's been one of those days. Vegan Day. The veganism is not something to be celebrated. It's to be condemned. What's next? We're going to be celebrating incest? Oh, wait. Cosmo already is.